0: Welcome to the Goot Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Sam Goot Rogers, and I will guide you on a journey to personal freedom through an exploration of yourself. If you haven't yet, make sure you smash that subscribe button so you're always up to date with new podcast episodes. I appreciate you so much. Goot Psyche Nation, welcome. Today, 16 of my 15 day no social media challenge. Today, we've got a little bit of an interesting topic going on here, and it's not going to appeal to every single one of you. But for those of you who are appealing to this, as in parents and those who are addicted to social media, this is going to be the biggest episode for you. So... We're going to be talking about social media addiction and early addiction, and then those after effects of what happens in the world and in yourself and with your kids when those people are addicted. So, the reason I bring this topic up is because I know that in my life, my siblings who are five and seven years old are actually addicted to their social media devices, and they use YouTube. They are basically on YouTube just in the evening after they get home from their day. They're just scrolling on YouTube or watching specific videos of like gamers. And my five-year-old brother already knows the word frick, and he uses it like it's a new vocabulary word, and he's using it all the time. And it's been exposed to him by these people who are on social media that are posting this type of stuff you know we have all of this information out there for some sort of entertainment right it's not to say that this content isn't good because people do enjoy it and if people watch it for a reason then it brings them some sort of joy and there's nothing wrong with that but to where it becomes a point in a routine where you are starting to adapt certain values and intricacies that are part of their own lifestyle that you are becoming, as in speaking the word frick, and crying over some turtle dying on the road. This is something that is a little over the top. It gets really extreme. You see, kids nowadays are exposed to social media way too soon. And, and chil- children are just now really seeing these images and stories and they're now having this skewed perception of reality. And it's only seen on these highlighted reels and videos of the life that people that they're seeing of really extreme things like people dying and people really yelling and swearing. And I mean, obviously, it's a good thing that we have the parental version of social media where we can turn that on but this content has contributed to the normalization of unrealistic behavior and standards in life and so it impacts these young minds thinking that this is the way that people react and act in the world where they are starting to impact their young minds and think, this is the way how things are. So I'm gonna speak like this because I think this is cool. I really enjoy this. And this person speaks like this all the time and this is really normal, right? And so their self-esteem and the shape of their early beliefs of what is considered normal is now becoming a reality. And they have nothing else to filter out because this is their early adaption of life they're experiencing life as it comes into their life right now. There's no other shape or form of it. And they have to be able to see some form of of life through you or everyone else around them. And so if you put the pressure off of yourself and want to be able to just not do a lot of work, like because you have a busy life, I understand that. But your kids are comparing what the life is like on social media, and what it is actually in real life. Yet they don't really understand the difference quite yet as they aren't experiencing what real life is. They're experiencing a form of privileged life, depending on who you are, where you come from. But this is already forming an identification of how life is in their minds. Yes, it's a lot of exposure, so much exposure to the fact that it just is now closing the gap between online identity and real life experiences. And this can lead to confusion and internal conflicts. And they're going to be like, What? Well, I thought this is okay. Right. But you have no say in what is okay because they don't understand it quite yet. But the thing is, there's is so much instant gratification within this. It's like they are now expecting things to come to them quite easily and if they don't get their way things are going to get bad and if you let them get their way and satisfy them all the time and they don't have any patience and they don't require any effort out of them this is really going to have a huge disparity on the children's ability to actually handle setbacks and and be able to delay rewards in the future and this is not only important for the way that they're moving forward in life, but this is also important in the fact of how they are even going to become as an individual. And this is where trauma is going to set in, and where their idea of life and the way things have been for them is going to always be. And it's going to be something that is not going to be understood because social media is, is becoming such a normalization now that people... Are not going to really realize what is the big effect that is wrong with me. And this is where it comes from. But you have to understand this right before it gets bad. So, what happens when it's already bad then? What happens if you've already been addicted to it since you were 13 because social media wasn't really a a thing? And so, you have to be able to understand how consumed you are on social media and, and how influenced you are because you must realize your values, your attitudes, and everything you think about life is going to be affected by this content you are looking at. And it's going to be an overly complex issue that is going to be promoting a different and shallow perspective that is different to your life. So you understand that it's completely different once you realize that you cannot compare yourself to this reality, as I've told you before, because they are showing the extremes in this world as that is what sells, that is what gets the most eyes, right? So you have to be able to understand yourself that you are addicted, and these children are addicted. There's a fine line between absorbing positivity and understanding the complexity of the world and understanding that you're actually addicted to something and viewing the world wrong. So I really, 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 really want you to help your kids analyze the contents they encounter, and I want you, the addictor, whoever is addicted out there, to analyze the content you encounter. Like I talked about yesterday, this is a really, really important shift that you must have within you to be able to consume mindfully. And I talked all about this yesterday of how important this is and how to do that. And so when you consume mindfully, it's a good thing. So I really want you to really be Understanding what happens between social media, your life, and what do you think is reality. Because there's some misinformation there, and it's now a discerning perspective that is not empowering. And it's leading down this irresponsible and... But as you as a parent can discuss with your children that are feeling this way and talking this way... You have to really, really make sure that you're discussing with them and having open communication about these certain practices that they are experiencing already to make sure that they understand if this is acceptable in your culture and in your values. You can let them have their own values as well, of course, because this is not a copy of you. This is a human being. They are the own version of themselves as everyone is. But if you are starting to become exactly what everyone else is like online and not having any sort of filter towards what is going on, what you are consuming. This is going to lead you down a path of not even knowing who you are, not having any aspirations in your life, not being able to tell what is true and what is not. And you're going to follow the consensus for wherever you go in life. And you're never going to be able to actually make a decision for yourself because you feel like you always have to follow the crowd. And this is where you become a people pleaser and become addicted to attention. And when you don't get that attention, you fall into a victim trap. And after that victim trap, then you become addicted again through that victimality And that high you get off of everything that comes into your life, where you are being a victim in, and because you get empathy from others, that addiction comes into you actually feeling that is an important thing that you have to feel to then get back what you think you deserve. It's entitlement. So you have to nurture creativity and imagination offline such as building arts and crafts, building projects, nature exploration. Obviously, it's it's difficult when your day is over. You know, you're basically not able to go outside and do that type of thing, but you're able to do that inside. Like, have dinner with your family and play some games with them play some card games, play some uh, games that really mess with their minds. Like, you know, you have all these family games, these card games out there, and there's so many more of these that are in person, and they're technology-free bonding versions of learning and understanding, like chess, checkers, even if you don't understand it. Like, this type of thing, as long as you have someone like you and your kid, you don't have to But let just put the pressure off of them because you've had such a long day. Like you are responsible for them. Even though you are essentially responsible for yourself, you're responsible for them as well because they are shaping their entire worldview right now. So, and for those of you who are addicted, look back at the last episode, but understand how these societal effects come into play and how these activities can also benefit you as well these technology-free ways i know if you if you think that you're lonely all the time and and this is just nothing else that you can do then you're really going to have to start embracing uncomfortable things and that are going to be able to grow you in such a way that are not based on social media because your life is not only on social media there's a thing called face-to-face interactions And that is what builds emotional intelligence and skill set. You can build skills online, of course. But there's a dimension of media and there's a dimension of in-person. You want to be able to master both of them and not be so involved in one. So, think about what social media is doing to you and your kids. Because this is the new reality that we have to be mindful of. That's what I got for you today. Now, just remember, before we part ways, you're here for a reason. So love yourself, love your God, and the dear neighbor without distinction. And if I know you, I love you. If I don't, well, I love you too.